Yo, what up? It's your boy, OneJJ Stone, aka O Doctor. Welcome to, like, I guess it's episode five of Doc Tales. I don't know when the last time I did one. I've been busy. You've been busy. You haven't even subscribed on iTunes yet, so I don't even know why you're here. But probably you're here because you love me and you're thinking I still love you. And if you subscribe, then I do love you. And if you didn't, I probably still love you anyway, but I wouldn't know any difference. I don't have a sponsor. Nothing's going on in my life. Did anybody really give me money? But if you wanted to, you can go to Patreon slash IQMZ or IQMZ dot com slash Patreon and you could throw me like three dollars. I might do a dance. I might not. I might shake it on Snapchat. I mean, throw me the money and find out what I'm willing to do for you. Uh, this Friday, I'm the happiest boy in the world, even though I got up at 4 a.m. and I haven't had any sleep because it's like a double your down bet. You got two doctors today. It's not just me. It's not just me. I got my second favorite Canadian. I would call her my first favorite Canadian, but it's my boy Kyan's birthday, and I'm not going to disrespect my backup plan uh, on his birthday. He's so lucky it's his birthday because Georgia would definitely jump to the top. Oh, snap. I said her name. It's Georgia Dow. Say hi, Georgia. <laughs> hi, Georgia. Hi, Georgia. <laughs> that was like. The, I'm so excited. That was the best non giggle you've ever done that was like the your, your face is all and then you because i know you wanted to laugh at me because i sound ridiculous <laughs> no i think you sound great i love your joy for life i think that it's fabulous so no i think that that's just awesome so how's canada treating you today it's pretty good it's it's been warm which is strange so i've gotten out of my igloo um putting away my mush dogs and there's actually sunshine i don't really know what to do with that it's fabulous. So I want to do this thing, right? So I'm going to say Toronto is here. Then you're in Montreal, right? So then I'll say Montreal yeah. is like up and over here. It's just true. That's that, just that's true. I don't think that is? that's even debated. I don't okay. even think that's debated. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I was talking no. about you living in a better place with your ego. <laughs> I meant on a geographical map, not oh, on a level a of life. Could you just stop being so, for two seconds, stop being snooty. Toronto's over here, like New York-ish, like Chicago-ish, yes. not Chicago, Michigan-ish, whatever. And then Montreal is like above it and over more? We're, yeah, we're like, actually, we're like, like right on like the, the east are you on a so coast? we're just on the water? east. We're like right above like New York and Florida kind of a thing. Okay. So no water. So that's where that we are near water. We are near water. Montreal's actually an island, which is interesting. <laughs> See, the I, island of Montreal. But it's just it you wouldn't expect it on a map that it's an island, but yeah. I wouldn't even look on a map because I've only been to Canada once. It's like <laughs> I've never been to Mexico and I have only been to Canada once and that was because whatever, I was chasing a girl, so I went up there. But I thought to myself, those are the last two places I want to go to because I could drive there. You know? True. So I've yeah. been I've been to other places in the world, but I'm like, ah, what's the point in going to Canada? Everybody's so nice there. Like, what is there to do in Canada? Like, what's your favorite thing to do in Montreal? Okay, Montreal is like really multicultural. So if you like um, comedy, we have the Just for Laughs Fest, where we have some of the best comedians from all over the world. Okay. We also have the Grand Prix. So if you're into racing, we have the Grand Prix, racing, awesome cars, great displays. We have tons of arts. We have great restaurants. Is the, um, is the Grand Prix the one where they race through the streets and like the little race cars? They, they don't race through the streets. Well, they do, but like not in our regular streets. So it's okay. not it's not like the, the same thing as if you're you're going down to, to places where it's actually in your streets. We're like careful with that. So you're not <laughs> you're not going to bust up all of our buildings, which are like hundreds of years old. Well, so. have, have you seen the uh, autonomous driving cars that have been going out? 
this week? I have. Now, see, I, have. I am, you know, we've talked about this. I am against all things automated, but... <laughs> If you we, say you are you're doing a podcast and you're like i'm against all things oh, automated i don't like technology but anything that i can do to get you to spend some time with me i will do i will steal electricity and cables and wires to hang out and so spend you, some quality you're time. out there making your fire with the stick <laughs> you have no idea what i'm doing over here i'm just a man in a cave in a pit um but those things are pretty neat because i'm thinking they could do more like maybe even not just racing in the street but more dangerous style racing because there's no human element in the car to get injured and the car would just like blow up or something if like they hit a mountainside. But you see, that wouldn't be, no one would watch racing if it was just robots dri- ride, driving the car, or just the AI of the car driving the car because people are there to see the danger and the skill of us flawed humans driving the car. So I don't think that anyone's watching racing that's done by robots because robots really don't make mistakes. Like it would be really safe driving. The reason that you want automated cars is because cars are better than us. Cars are not checking their texts, answering the phone, yelling at their child in the back seat driving drunk and then hit you and kill people (laughs) so you want to say you might not like technology but you want you want computers driving your cars not people driving your cars because then maybe then maybe drone driving like we have those drone races now and you drone drive your car off of a mountain cliff i just want to see people racing up and down mountain cliffs and see cars blow up like you do in the movies but it's real and I don't that's why. That's why it. most people. That's why most people go to to the, the races. Yeah, but so they want to see really awesome cars and then great crashes. But they then don't they really feel think so bad when there. someone dies. Yes, they feel. Yes, so... they don't know how dangerous it is. Because, yeah. Because we're humans and we're built that way, you know. That's, so that's why you want robots driving your cars. You, you're a smart person. You're what? What, what kind of doctor? Are you? What kind of psychology? I'm a psychotherapist. Psychotherapist. See, I don't like yeah. that one because I don't know. I don't know what that one is. What it's is like that? a psychologist. It's it's exactly the same thing as a psychologist, except I don't do diagnoses, so I'm not going to give get you tested and say that you have ADHD. Um, if you're dealing with ADHD, I'll treat it and I'll get you over dealing with it so you can live better or deal with self-esteem, or if you're having a relationship issue, we'll do a couple's issue or family counseling or how to be a better parent or fears and phobias. So mine is like almost completely treatment-based. You're you're like a professional version of me. I mean, I run around fixing people all the time. That's the, that's people always like, what kind of doctor are you? I'm like, I make you a better person if you spend time with me. There we go. Or I make you. I better. already feel better. Yeah. Or I make you a worse person. My one friend from Canada, when I, when he hangs out with me, like people ask him all the time, like, are you okay? Because he gets really aggressive. Like he starts talking to people like, I'll cut you. Like he's like, shut up. And people are like, are you all right? He's like, I've been hanging around Owen for like the last three weeks. I can't like, he just so has what no- about you makes him aggressive? I, he is. <laughs> You're like, it's not me. He is, well, it's, it's definitely me. Like I, I'm the nicest person. Like the way I treat you, I love you. So you think that I'm like nice and fluffy and teddy bear like. Yes, because, yes, 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 yes. That's what I think. When yeah. I when I don't like you, oh, it's a whole nother world of trouble. Or if I'm mad at you, it's a whole nother world. So when I'm with like him, he's so nice that people like, you know, not take advantage, but you know how people are with things. I'm like, yeah, yeah. stop doing that. Don't do that. So when he asked me my opinion on things, I'm like, what are you do- why are you doing that? And so he's like, you're right. Why am I doing that? And the next thing you know, it's like, stop talking like that. I'll stab you. And they're like, what? And he's like, because he's normally 
normally so <laughs> he's, Canadian. He's normally so nice that then when he goes, he he doesn't know where to go. He goes too far. Yeah, yeah. It's, he has not learned it, yeah. his boundaries. He no, just, it's no. either I'm going to give you the shirt off my back or I'm going to stab you in the eye with a fork. Yeah. Case in point, last night, my friend, uh, a coworker, I was uh, doing a FaceTime with him last night and my daughter did something that annoyed me and she knew she annoyed me. So normally when I'm like working or doing something and we haven't had an interaction, I won't see her for two, three hours. She'll be up in her room doing her own thing. I'll be down here doing my thing and we're fine. Since she knew she upset me, she kept coming down telling me nicky knack things. Oh, dad, guess what I did? Guess what I found? Guess what? I and I'm like, get out of my face and go back to your room. And he's like, wow, what did she do? It's like, she annoyed me. He's like, you're really mad at her. I'm like, I'm mad at her because she's trying to placate me and I don't play that. That stuff works <laughs> on her mom. It doesn't work on me. Don't come down here trying to be cute and talk to me and show me things and be my friend i don't want to be your friend you don't love me right now i don't love you right now i'm not falling for it <laughs> go away as soon as i get done we can talk about it you can tell you that you're wrong you can say you're sorry hug it out and then go back to me loving you but right now oh no yeah, so what happens terms. what happens when you're wrong i'm not wrong <laughs> i'm the adult in this relationship I, it's, even when i'm wrong i'm normally right like even when i say something is not right it's like eh, he's still kind of right like, so I'm always right. <laughs> I, I take very weird stances on things. So, okay. Case in point. <clears throat> the gorilla incident over the week, right? The, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I go onto a site with my friend who's a new mother and it's, why are they bashing this mother? They don't know her. They don't know her situation. They don't know what's going on. And I said, well, you also don't know that she's not responsible or not guilty either because you don't know the situation or what's going on. Then 30 other mothers descended on me, telling me all these people judging her. You should stop judging her. You don't know what you're doing to moms and you can't do this and shut up and you don't know. And I'm like, okay. So it's either one of two things. Either she had four kids and was by herself and had no help or she had help and something happened with the kid. Like, which is your argument? Because they changed their argument depending on what they want to do. So I yeah. say, well, maybe if you're a mother... <clears throat> And you want to go, she was alone. You know, that's her defense because when they say she's a mom working alone and, you know, she had a world on her shoulder. I said, okay, so maybe you don't take your kids to the zoo or to a public place where you can't corral them and hang them up. Then women came on. I've got two autistic children. Are you telling me I can't take them outside? I got a son who's rambunctious. You saying I can't take him to Target? I'm like, those are two different things. I didn't say don't take, you can take all four of those kids to Target. They get lost in Target. They're in the teddy bear section or they're in the toy section. You can find them. Not at the zoo. You don't take them four kids to the zoo that you know be run off and you can't keep track of them at the zoo. You can't do it. Then the gorilla. People are upset about the gorilla. I'm like, well, there's only 780 of them in the world. Now there's 779. I understand why they're upset. It's an endangered species. He was alone from Miami. He was living the dream. Then he goes out to crappy Cincinnati. And like most things that are dark, gets shot and killed. I mean, really? He didn't jump out of the cage and snatch a kid down there. You know, like it's just wrong. And then this woman who, you know, black people went crazy because they thought it was a white kid. So black people come out and say, oh, if they shot the gorilla, if it would have been a, a black kid, it was like, oh, wait, it is a black kid. Oh, my God. I'm not even paying attention to the news. But I mean, when you watch the video, this woman was the calmest black woman I've ever heard in my entire life. It's okay, Johnny. It's okay, Suze. Mommy loves you. Mommy's going, okay. She doesn't care about that kid. She's already made her rational decision. Okay. You have kids? I do. I have how, two kids. How, how old are they? 
There's seven and ten. Seven and ten. If yeah. they were in a gorilla pit, general question, would you try and yes. go in after one of them? Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes, yes you, you yes. would. But I do martial arts, man. I'd be over that fence. Uh, I, oh. I would, in my mind, think we're doing this going down and and here's it's the thing me versus the gorilla and here's the thing i i yeah. we will talk about you being a world champion and that is part of my love and affection for you because i'm raising a little ninja myself <laughs> so oh as soon as i read Pretty that awesome. your, oh yes, yes, yeah right. yeah so when i read down your byline i was already like i said i was in love with you i was like yes there's a woman <laughs> that can do it my baby can do it too so oh yeah 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 <laughs> you know awesome. um but you would you're not gonna jujitsu the gorilla the gorilla's gonna put his fist through your face because he's no, the 400 pounds gonna, and, but i won't care. No, 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 that, I would just won't care that, at that point. That's but, the thing. Is that's that my in my is, mind, I'd be like, my, I can do it. And my point is, is that you're a mom and you're going in there. Jiu-jitsu or not, you're the mom and you're going there for your kid. So you said yes, you would go. Would you go on for both of them? Like, is there one kid that's more favorable than the other? No, I, I love my boys. I, I fight for my boys. Okay. They're my boys. They're so, different, but they're my boys. So I want to tell you how I live life and how I think. And then you could judge me for that, right? So if it was Liam, I'm not I, very judgmental, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you. Oh, we could judge. It's just you and me. Nobody's listening to this. We're judging. Okay, that was my basic. Okay, let me break down the whole core point. I said okay. I can judge this woman in this conversation in Facebook with you because we're friends and that's what we do have conversations i didn't go to this woman's facebook page i didn't find her phone number i didn't call her house or write her a letter i'm not judging her or berating her or threatening her to her face but in this little pocket of the internet when it's just you and us and 14 other moms yes i could judge this woman yes i could talk about this woman i could judge the zoo i could judge the gorilla i could do whatever i want because it's just us we have nothing to do with it we don't even know this person so like so as angry as you're getting at me I'm not even mad at you. I'm just trying to have a conversation to which I, a rational person I, understand. But mothers, not not to knock mothers, but women and even men, because men do the same thing. People just aren't rational. I, You know what? I think I think that there's uh, an underlying point that's really important is that we're cutting down discourse. People are no longer talking because they're so worried about offending someone and that stops people from having discussions which i think is really bad for us as a culture so right or wrong which you may be about the gorillas i think that we should talk about you know what do we do was the fence too low in that one area how does a little child climb over the fence was you know do we have to have like the little tether cords on children in zoos now you know do we have to have uh, gorilla child training classes like whatever it might be right or, or wrong or maybe we need to talk we need to talk about it without people getting so – I think that we're in such a reactive culture that if you say one wrong word um, and then everyone's going to jump down on you, like just something that's like vernacular, like mailman. And then there's people like, you know, whoa, like how could you do that? And it's like it's – I'm not doing it to say something. But when people get so reactive and so angry, it stops people from saying, you know what, I didn't like that so much. I'm just not going to talk about different things. And there's some really sticky, difficult subjects that we need to discuss so that we're all on the same page of learning about it. Even if we don't agree, that's okay. We don't have to always agree. And it's probably best if we don't so that we have differing opinions that have a voice instead of trying to shout so loud that people that have something that they think that's different don't get to speak up because you know what? Everyone might think the world is flat and that one person that thinks the round, it actually, they may be right. And sometimes we need to listen to that voice because sometimes we're all wrong. 
Yeah, unless you're me, because I'm always right. Um, you are <laughs> dead on about that, and and that's my basic point. Like I said, I was going around taking everybody's point and just saying, well, what about this and what about that? What about this? Yes. But everybody gets so raged out, and I mean, I get angry too. I vent, I get it over with, I'm done, and that's normally how I react yeah. to things. But let me tell you the scenarios about uh, if my child fell in a gorilla pit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because you thought this out. Oh, I got it all. I got it all mapped out. I know how how it goes down. So if. Leah, who is about to be nine, falls in a gorilla pit. I jump in there. I boost her out. I break my leg getting in there. I do whatever I got to do to get her out. I have to save her because she's nine. If she's under four, I talk to her mother. We make a new Leah. We make a Leah two, and it's just over. <laughs> you know, have you seen old. the one with the little, little child that went into the gorilla pit and the gorillas actually protected the child? Yes. So you never know. Gorillas are actually. To which the point of the argument. You never really know. Yeah. Of the argument of the people were saying things. Because, again, the gorilla got frightened because everybody was screaming at it. If everybody would just shut up, the gorilla probably would have. But, you know, neither here nor there. We can't change that. So, again, Leah's under four. I replace her. Under four, she doesn't know anything. She doesn't have any dreams or goals. Yesterday, Leah's like, I want to be a teacher, a photographer, and a model. She's got dreams and goals and hopes and her brain set. I'm like, I I got to go save her. I got to try because now she's a little person. If she's under four, I can make another one. Now, if I'm sitting there at the, at the place when I got four kids and, the, and the, the fourth kid jumps in the pit, I have to make an executive decision. Because if Bobby jumps in the pit and I go in, who's going to raise Susie, Mark, and Lindsay? I don't yeah. know. So I can't go in there. I'm like, look, you dumb butt. You shouldn't have went in there because your brothers and sisters can't be without a dad. They could live without a brother. I'm providing. They, they need me. So now I can't go in the pit to save you. Somebody shoot this gorilla. So, so you're saying part of it is Darwinism. Yes. 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 It, it all depends on the situation that goes on at hand and, and your age level. Um, me and my dad talked about things when I was young a lot. Like I think I was like 11. And he put the basic principle like if we're running in the woods – and yeah. there is a murderer coming after us, and I trip and fall. Don't come back to save me because we might both die. Don't try to help me. I'm an old man. I live my life. You're young. Go off. Now, if you trip and fall, no, I'm going to come back for you because you're my son. I'm going to come back to save you. It's my job to protect you. He's like, you're lucky you're not young because if you were young, I'd just go off and make another baby. I'm a young man. I could do that. But if you're 11, he's like, I come back and save you. So we have conversations like that. And I'm like, that's true. So give you a great story because I love telling this story even though it's a horrible story and it shows you into my talk about my evil personality I'm 20 my younger sister's 13 my younger sister average swimmer swim club pools beaches all that stuff she swims great I go to a lake with my girlfriend I am the typical black man that does not swim if I'm not in a pool and I can't see the bottom of it I don't go in it I don't go any deeper than my neck it's just not what I do so she gets in the lake with my girlfriend. They swim out to the middle dock. Something touches my sister's foot and she starts freaking out and she's screaming at me and she's like, I'm going to drown. Help me. And I'm like, trying to swim. My girlfriend jumps off the dock, starts swimming to her and she's flailing. She goes under six times before she gets to the dock and my girlfriend boosts her out and I pull her up and she's crying and freaking out. Take me home. I drive her home and my dad's like, you stood there on the dock and watched her. And I said, dad, there's no sense of you losing two kids today. No sense. And I and I would have let my sister drown. I'd have been a horrible person. But I knew again logic. If I go in that water and I'm not a good swimmer and she's flapping like that, I'm going down. And 
You know what? That is actually what lifeguards say, is that unless you have a stick or a buoy going up to someone that's drowning, they're going to drown you because they're in limbic. They're not thinking. They'll pull anything it is down. And so, though, I think it's a horrible story. Uh, horrible. Um, you're horrible. true. You're right. That is a horrible story. And I didn't even know but, that excuse. That's a great excuse. I wish my dad was still around. I'd tell him, like, hey, hey, that's what a lifeguard would have did, dad. That's, that's what lifeguards yeah, you gotta done. Get, you have to get a buoy or something. You have to have a midpoint. But <laughs> you'd probably have the buoy and you'd be like, I'm still not going in. I will tell you a similar horrible story. Um, I have no fear of the water. I have no fear of animals, actually, which is not good for me unless they're really small rodents. But that's a long story. So I was swimming in um, Italy with my boyfriend, uh, now husband. And so we're in Italy and I love sea creatures, love them. So we're swimming, we got like the snorkel gear on and I see uh, a monstrous jellyfish, like a jellyfish that's like the the size of a small table. It was really, really huge. And I start swimming closer and I get really excited because that's what I do. (laughs) And so I'm like, I'm like... In the water, ah, ah, look at that giant jellyfish. Like it was monstrous and cool and undulating and it's like doing its thing jellyfish style. And so my my boyfriend looks, freaks out, and then kicks off of my back so he can get a head start in the other direction to get away from this monstrous jellyfish. I swear to you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I see him like swimming, like he's taken off. And I'm like, we're like, you know, like it's a jellyfish, right? Like there's not that many attack jellyfish that are like, you know, in water, but whatever. And so I'm like, where, where, where are you going? Like what happened? Like, do you have to go to the bathroom? Why are you taking off so quickly? And he's like, I thought it was going to attack. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, wait, wait a second. You thought this was going to attack. And so instead of pulling me or defending me, you used your feet and kicked off me for a good start towards the jellyfish. And he's like, well, you know, survival of the fittest. So, and you married this man and, and, and and let him father these children. (laughs) Don't you tell these kids that story. Don't you tell them. Well, again, he has a different version of the story. His version says he tried to pull on me to let me like to bring me. And then when I decided not to go, he was like, woo, see ya. With his, with his foot in the back of your neck. He tried to tag two of them, you along. Two of them. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like a double yeah, foot yeah. push he was, for sure. He was like I was trying to whip your feet, your hair around in my feet, and <laughs> right, just exactly, told right? you, you with me. Was my with my line, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's and it's one of those things for me. Like water's the only thing I do that. Like you know, my sister was always for a long time. Blah blah. You let me drown. I'm like Trenda. If somebody would came up to us with a gun and said, "I'll shoot you," I'd have took a bullet for you. I'm not getting in that water for you. I was like, you know what I mean? I'll run in a burning building for you. I'm not getting in that water for you. Like, it's just not what I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. You could have been stuck in a tree. I'd have climbed a tree. There could have been a snake pit. I would have went in there with the snakes. I'm not going in that water. I'm like, you just had the wrong situation for me to try to save your life. And that's just not what I do. You know, uh, my daughter, because I know that I'm not, she was swimming when she was three years old. I took her to swimming lessons, swimming <laughs> lessons. No, you swim. You don't need me. Get her in the ocean. Get her boogie boarding. I mean, hey, look, you you better get it because I'm not getting you. Just you're on you your know. own. Yes. You're on your own. On your own. I, t- I used to tell her all the time before she got, I think when she was six, I stopped telling her. But I used to tell her all the time, I'll replace you and make another one. And she was like, no, you won't. Like, yes, I will. I'll replace you and make Carlia too. <laughs> She's like, she won't be like me. I'm like, I made you like you, didn't I? I can make her just like you. Like, you know what I mean? 
Like you're lucky you don't have blue eyes. I'd have sold you on the black market already. You know what I mean? So the water, the water is just not my thing. And the water is not your friend. Hopefully, the water is not is your husband's only not thing. Hopefully, everything else, he's coming to yeah, save you. He's, he's 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 pretty good for that. But like, yeah, water things. I went shark diving alone because he was. Like, he might go. He might go next time. It wasn't that bad. Don't make him but, go. Stop. No. That is such a Caucasian thing to do. Like you can look at the sharks as Shark Week. No, I'm sticking up for your husband. Don't don't try to get him to go look at sharks. You got two kids. Only one of y'all can get ate by a shark and and had a story. What happened to your parents? They both got ate by a shark. Oh, were they on like a boat or were they was fishing? Were they so no? They went in the water to go look at sharks and they got ate. Like that's a horrible thing. Don't you make him go in there with you again? You got to think about these things. So when something happens, you're like oh, were they swimming? Did off the coast of Key Largo, they're on vacation. No, no, they paid money. Had paid somebody money. take them out, drop them in the middle of the ocean in a cage, right? right. And then wait, wait, took wait, food and bait worse. with them. We did. We took food and bait. <laughs> we didn't use the cage. That is true. <laughs> no, we leave him we didn't. Home. No, we he's... didn't. We didn't. I. Uh, we didn't. And you know what? Okay, so yes, it was probably. Like, I thought to myself. No, nah, that's probably stupid. Um, the crocodile hunter died by a stingray. Okay. okay? He the did. crocodile hunter went the he world. He, he went all over the world with all these animals. Yeah, and you know he's what? Not the, he's not the stingray hunter. He's the crocodile hunter. I'm sorry. He does not understand stingray behavior. I'm not saying that I'm a shark hunter. I don't know shark behavior, to be honest. I, I, I was just about to but say shark he expert. Pulled out, he, he pulled out the one that was in his heart. Everyone knows you get stabbed. Don't pull the knife out. You get stabbed with a stick. Don't. Pull it out. You leave it in there. You walk around like, you know, a virtual reality character with it's leave it. You do not pull it out. And she panicked and pulled we it out. We can't we can't test this theory. I just want to come up to you on a random day on a random street and stab you and see how calm and cool you are. We're like, oh, don't pull it out. Or especially <laughs> you're in the ocean. I, I want to come up while you're feeding a shark, stab you on the side and see if you don't grab at it. And be like, oh, what was that? What just happened to me? Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to do that because I'd be in the water. I know. <laughs> I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to hire somebody to do it because I'm not going. <laughs> Especially if there's sharks in the water. I'm not yeah. going. Like, but you know what? The coolest part about these sharks are is that, like, I would, I'll would, i take a shark over a pit bull any day. Like, maybe not a great white, but I will take a shark over a pit bull because you see these, there were bull sharks, which are known for being relatively aggressive. But no, no, no. If you, like, you know, a pit bull, those dogs, like, they hunt you. You know it. They're hunting you. These, these um, bull sharks, they're, like, swimming around. They get the little fish and stuff like that. And then they look and they're like, <gasps> human. And they, like, dart away. They do not like us. They know that we are, like, sharks are, you know, almost an apex predator. And then we're the big bad. Like, they were not happy to see humans at all. And they say most shark bites are like, they're like just testing us out or don't know what we are, think we're a seal. And then they realize, oh my goodness, it's not, humans don't taste that good. You know, if they have big mouths, we just die because we bleed out in the water. But and, and then you're things the, were little. And then you're the surfer girl telling the story of how you still surf with one hand or one leg. And you're out there paddling with your nub talking about, <laughs> I still love the ocean because this shark <laughs> that really doesn't bite humans. Oh, but yeah. Wait, wait, it spit wait. my hand out afterwards, but it doesn't but really. How like many me. other surfers do you know of? Oh, okay. There's tons okay. of surfers. That you know? Uh, yeah. 
See, she's memorable. You remember her. I, I remember all of them because they have nubs and they got bit and they're stupid enough to go back in the ocean because they want to be on Sports Center or whatever documentary series they want to be I on. Doubt, I, they I wanna, doubt they went in hoping that they get bitten by a shark. Uh, I didn't say they got so hope. I didn't say like they seals. hope they did. I'm no, saying that they. Surfboards look like seals. That's that's what happens. Yeah. Oh, again, get out of the ocean. Uh, unless <laughs> it's making you money or you're on a boat. And that's the only time you should be in or on the ocean. Um, secondly, I will tell you that you probably won't be able to hear the audio. Uh, I can't see it. Um, anyway, long story short, pitbulls are great. Just like anything else in the world, some are bad, um, a good quarter of them, but for the most part, they're great dogs. Yeah, but if you get attacked by a pit bull, they lock on. They do serious damage. They were meant for fighting. Yeah, yeah. They're meant for fight. They're bred for fighting. They were so, bred for fighting at a time. And it's just like how people domesticate squirrels now. You know, you can yeah, get a squirrel or a fox. Domesticated and foxes, too. They'll bite you as well. Yeah, well but now a they're little squirrel now they're, is not going to destroy me. Now they're de- domesticating uh, foxes. So now you can have they a fox are. now. That's true. So, That's true. Long story but they're not that good of pets. Like, I, let's be straight. They're not that domesticated. My chihuahua I don't have a chihuahua, but if I had a chihuahua, my chihuahua is not – I have a shih tzu. My shih tzu is not doing any danger. It wouldn't matter how vicious my shih tzu is. No one is going to have to learn the, the pit bull wheelbarrow technique to get this dog from I've had, attacking. I've had six pit bulls that I raised on my own. So uh, you're like swimming like, with sharks guess, all the time. Guess how you many, see? Guess how many have bit someone out of six? I would assume zero. One. Has oh. bit someone. <laughs> I was hoping like that's no, not no, that no, no. strong. Uh, no, oh, so it's a very strong thing. Okay, so first okay. of all, the one that bit someone. Here's the thing. Uh, I was out on vacation, and one of my you're friends gonna tell was, me how it's the person's fault, aren't you? I, I I was out on vacation. Yes. And uh, one of my friends was watching the dog, and she has pimples too. She's like, "Well, how is he?" I'm like, "You're a female, and he's used to being with Leah and around her mother. He's very protective of females." So before your boyfriend comes home, take him outside, introduce him outside, and then let him come in with him, or he won't let him in the house. And she's like, uh, okay. I was like, all right, you got it? She's like, yeah. So he comes home. She forgets to tell her boyfriend. Her boyfriend comes in. He runs up on him at the door, and he's like, oh, runs him out of the house. So she walks him outside. He walks in. He's fine. The next day, there was a guy, uh, like, I don't know who he was, but apparently he said he was like a door-to-door handyman type thing. And she has a screen door, and then she has a door to her house, and she thought it was somebody else. She went to the door. She was in a robe. Like, she just got out of the shower, and she thought it was somebody else. She's like, hold on. I'll be out in a minute. And I guess the guy decided to come in the house. And when he came in that house, my dog bit him and chased him out. And she was like, I don't know who that guy was and why he was walking to my front door, but my dog just sat there and didn't do anything. And she's got two pit bulls. She was like, they were just sitting there and, and Max was, I just heard him and I heard the guy like, oh my God, and heard him barking. And he ran out. I'm like, yeah, he did his job. And he's never <laughs> bitten anybody because nobody dares to come to my house because everybody knows that pit bulls. Everybody on my block sees me walking them, nobody comes in. Like when her Leah's mom wanted to uh, run at night, she's like, I can't run at night. There's guys out there. I'm scared. 
Got my pit bull puppy because I raised someone when I was younger. He was a puppy. She's like, what is wrong with this dog? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, grown men are crossing the street. He's just a puppy. And I'm like, no, it's a pit bull. They don't know. They don't know that he's nice and friendly and trained and all that kind of stuff. Leah rode these dogs, sat in a cage with them, a crate with them, licked them on her face. <clears throat> yeah, but pit bulls are known to be nice to their people, but they'll bite others. And the problem, like, and I'm not anti-pit bull. Like, I think it's mostly the way that you raise them, but they are culturally, those dogs are more aggressive. They just are because they're protective, protective of their territory, protective of their thing. They are not a little bit more twitchy on strange stuff. They just are known to and their jaws lock. Like, they're the only dog that you can stick them on a rope, leave them hanging there, and they can't get down. Do you know who you sound like? Tell me. Hillary Clinton talking about super predators back in the 90s. That's a, that's, I'm not worried that, about that, super predators. That, this this pit bull talk sounds like code talk for black people. It's the super predators. I, I, what are you talking about? These are loving and adorable animals that humans mess with, and they just don't know what they're doing. I totally understand what you're saying. I just know that when a dog is raised properly. But the um, thing is, how do you know? It's like, how do you know how someone else has raised their dog? And oh, they do and, a lot of damage. That's that, the thing. And again, like if they had like dog, and I think all dogs, even my little Shih Tzu, I think they should be trained. If you don't know how to train your dog, yes, you, you shouldn't have a dog. Them. Same but thing. A lot with- of people still they want the dog. They want it for protection. They don't want to spend the time and effort of going to puppy classes and training them, and, and they don't socializing want to them and all that themselves. stuff. And so that's the problem where it comes down to. So I'm not really blaming the pit bulls. Really, it's the people. But still, my Shih Tzu untrained is only going to do a mild amount of damage. She's scared of, like, garbage cans. So, like, there's not much she's doing. She understands she's a small dog. We agree to semi-disagree. <laughs> um, I'm going to train a pit bull and mail it to you. Uh, and you will love it. You will absolutely <laughs> adore it. Um, they're super people pleasers, which is why they could kill people because they'll do anything. They're super you turn people them to pleasers, do. yes. Yeah, it's the thing. Like that's how you could get them to fight because they love their owner. They love their mat. Like whatever you train them to do, they will do above and beyond the call of duty. Like you know, um, yeah, I love. So it all depends on how much you trust people. Yeah, you believe everyone is good in the world. Pitbulls no. are okay. But I mean, we let ki- uh, that's the thing that cracks me up. Like when um people are like, oh, they should be banned from this. I was like, we don't, we can't ban you from having kids. You get to have these kids. In Ontario, kids. we did ban, we did in Canada, in Ontario, they banned pitbulls. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. People, yeah, people ban did. a dog. They, ba- they I, did. They ban them in like certain, um, well, all my dogs, I have them, I get them registered a certain way so they're not pitbulls because of that. Just in case I ever move somewhere, I don't have to deal with it. But um, they ban them all the time in places. I'm like, nobody's yeah. banning you from having children and you guys are raising these little killers and murderers and psychopaths and stuff like that and everybody's allowed to just have a baby without a permit so i well, don't know I, I, I think that people should take have to take parenting classes too i do i think that parenting is much harder than than doing anything else we have to learn how to drive we yeah. don't learn how to parent no. i think that everyone should learn how to parent i think you should get like a tax credit or something doing parenting classes because that's hard that's a hard job starting with gorilla mom because i'm judging that's right because i'm <laughs> judging you don't have to judge with me you just sit there and smile and nod agreeingly because you I, know what I'm i don't about. know i don't know i <laughs> really don't know i don't know what happened in that like no, me that's what i'm saying and, and, and that was my basic point you, you could I blame feel bad i think everyone i feel bad all the way across yeah. i feel bad for 
parents. I feel bad for the child. I feel bad for the people watching. I feel bad for the gorilla who, you know, maybe was like, I'll just protect you. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. It, it's you just, know. yeah, like it, I said, it's, I, I don't know. It's just one of those sad situations. My friend who's very eco world centric, he's just like, look, he's like, there's 7 billion people on the planet. There's 800 of these gorillas. Yeah, I'm taking the gorilla over the person. And I'm like, I can't even blame him for having that statute. Like, <laughs> you're right. Like I said. I, I but, understand it. I understand and, and it. And everybody says, well, if but, it was your kid, you would have did anything. And I'm like, well, obviously, she didn't get in that pit. She wouldn't have done anything to save her kid. That's my only judgment of things. I'm like, again, I, I talk rationally, like I say about my three or four number, but I'm a rational person. So I'm hoping that that was her rationale. Like, I can't go in there. I got to watch these other kids. I can't just be pit jumping. Like I said, he dumb enough to jump in there. That's Darwinism at work. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but off of gorillas and crazy people, what's your favorite food? Oh, I like uh, like lobster and steak kind of thing. Like I eat. I like to eat. I like lobster steak. Something. I had lobster steak for like the first time in forever, like two weeks ago with Leah. And I got it for free. Really? Even better. How'd you work that? <sighs> okay. So I, if we ever go out to eat anywhere, I always ask for a manager. Always. If I go out and I pay money for food, no matter if the service was great or crappy, I always ask for a manager because when the service is good and I say, Georgia did a great job tonight. Everything was perfect. Thank you so much. The manager will say, oh, wow. Nobody ever calls me over here for a compliment. Now, in my mind, that might have saved your job because what if somebody else was complaining about you doing a crappy job earlier on in the night that was just a bad person? You didn't do anything wrong. It's nice reinforcement when you're doing your job to have somebody I just say you're doing that. something good. I've had yeah. some I, all my dates, like half the time these girls get so nervous because I'm always asked for a manager and they get mad at me because when it goes the opposite way. It's annoying because I'm like, okay, well, my food was late. It took too long. It was overcooked. It was whatever. So we used the Outback down the street here. And we kind of, I used to eat there a lot, like so much so the managers would call me when they had potato soup because they never had it all the time. So they would call me and be like, oh, we have potato soup tonight. Like they love me. So uh, I told them, I was like, I didn't even want to complain, but my daughter's really upset and she's asking me why, because I wasn't even going to say anything. And she was like, aren't you going to ask for a manager, dad, to tell him that our food took too long? And I'm like, you know what, Leah? I guess I should. So I told him and he checked the ticket. It did take too long. He's like, you know what? I'll just pay for your meal tonight. And I'm like, don't pay for my meal. Just take Give me a soup or something. Normally, they take like 25% off or something, but it was like a $75 tab. And he just paid it. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Dinner and you'll go back tonight. because oh, yeah. of that, though. Yeah. I, I, well, I think that most restaurants should be happy because you need to like it's like the same thing with human with people. Right. Like someone does something that hurts your feelings and people don't say anything and then they keep on doing it because they don't know. People, for some reason, are really worried about communicating with other people. If we kind of need to. So I think it's a good thing to do either way. I think that it's good because yeah. if they're doing something wrong they should know it so that you don't get upset and then you won't go back. Yeah. You have a good experience and they handle it really classily. You're like, you know what? I'll go back there. Cause I feel like they took care of me. And actually I had the same experience at an outback. They sent me the wrong steak and I'm like, 
uh, this doesn't look like filet mignon. I, I don't think it is. And they're like, you know what? That was completely wrong. And they're like, don't worry, your meal is on us. And here's your filet mignon. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That was classy. Yeah. That was classy. Well, I think that's, I love that you say it when there's something nice happening. I don't think enough people do that with people in general, yeah. not just restaurants. Yeah. Like someone looks fine and people think it in their head and they don't say it. That could make their day. Yeah, I do. I do that stuff all the time because I like to be an equal opportunity person. Plus, I also have a like a personal issue when i pay for food and it's messed up i get irate in my heart so yes. <laughs> speaking about it calms me down because i always have to talk with some kind of like respect to like oh well you know it was just later slow or whatever i don't ever like yell at anybody you know what i mean but i can't eat my food when something's wrong because if i wanted it messed up i'd ask some chick to come make my food for me i'm a great cook so i just say some chick like someone who can't cook make food and i can be like oh well at least you made me some dinner i can't be upset about that that's not a situation i'm paying money out of my pocket i'm not paying right. for it to be wrong right um oh another fun story i took my whole family out to dinner and it's not like a fancy dinner we went to red lobster but there's like 16 of us and I get the same thing every time I go there because I love the cheese biscuits and I eat the same thing. And everybody in my family knows my brothers were there. My sisters were there. My dad was there. My grandma was there. Mom was there. Everybody's order out of the 16 people's came was right. My food was wrong. And when it came out, everybody's like, ah, and I'm like, I'll just go ahead and eat. When he comes back, I just tell him it's not a big deal. But everybody knows I'm not going to eat my food now because it's wrong. I I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how wrong was it? Uh, I usually get shrimp Alfredo, extra shrimp with lobster in it. And he brought me uh shrimp pasta with red sauce. Okay. That's different. Yeah. So that was yeah, different. Yeah. That was so, different. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I asked for extra stuff. I asked for yeah. extra sauce, extra, extra shrimp, extra crap. I mean, the uh, lobster. But so when he comes back, he's like, that's what you ordered. And in unison, you can hear everybody just put their silverware down. And they just looked at him and they're like, <laughs> they're like, don't do they're it. Like step away from the table. Yeah, my, step my, away from my, the table. My, my dad's like, did you just see that? He's like, everybody here knows he orders the same thing. He's been ordering the same thing since the birth of him coming to Red Lobster. So <laughs> he did not get his order wrong. Since his Red Lobster he, birthday. Yes. Yeah. So, and again, how do you say that to a person when you're my server? How do you tell me that I'm wrong when I order my food? You're supposed to say, I'm sorry. Regardless, customer's yeah. always right, first of all. Then you're going to tell me that I'm wrong. Even when you're wrong, you're uh, right. Yeah. And, I, and again, I was calm about it. And now, now I'm not calm because I was like, yeah. And uh, luckily, my dad started speaking for me because I was going to rip this dude's head off. I'm like, are you insane? I'm already not going to eat. And I'm paying for this meal. Like I said, I'm taking everybody out. I'm you know, I'm about to spend $700 and you're going to tell me my food. <laughs> You know, so then they came out and he was like, well, he said something to me and the manager said something stupid to me. And I'm like, yo, give me a regional manager on the phone. Cause then I was hot. And then he ended up, oh, uh, well, you know, I'm just going to comp your whole meal. I'm like, I don't care if you copy my meal double time. I got to talk to somebody. You can't be talking to people like this. I'm about to spend 700 hours in here. Well, sir, I told you I'm going to take care of it and you're not going to have to pay anything. All right. You can give it to me now and I can talk to him here or I'm going to call when I get home. So it's, it's up to you. And sure enough, he paid my bill and I called when I got home. But I was so mad. I was like, and I didn't even eat my food. I didn't even take my Aww. food home. I was so mad. And I was like, Aww. everybody else ate. So that's what I cared about because I want to take everybody else out. But again, I'm just like such a five-year-old about like, because my thing is I don't like making other people wait. Because normally what happens is right. if your food's messed up, I just say, go ahead and eat. Yeah. And then I have a thing. Uh, I have one of my issues is eating 
I can watch you eat and be fine with it. It's cool. Yeah. But I don't want you sitting there watching me eat. Because you think that you look silly while you eat? Or it looks undignified? Because um, there was like a four-year period of my life when I was very poor and didn't have a lot of money. And when I was a kid, I used to be like, they used to call me Skeletor. I was the opposite of big. I was super skinny. Like birdcage. I was just whatever. There was a bad four-year period where we were broke. And so after that period, I was balling and learn how to cook and we have money and have food and my um and i always hang out with girls and my girlfriend one day she said to me she's like when you come to lunch tomorrow don't start eating your food just sit down at the table and watch the table and i sat with all girls i sat down and they were all looking at me and i'm like what's up she's like they're like oh you're gonna eat and i'm like uh no i'm not even really hungry today and so after lunch, she's like, I was like, what was that about? She's like, you eat so fast. It's kind of gross. So we all just wait for you to finish eating because you eat like that. Like you just scarf your food down. Like, oh, like you just horrible. you sit you sit there and you just like because, again, when you go so long not having food and you get food, yeah. you're just like it's like that army or jail mentality yeah. where you're just like, I better I'm eat, eat it this before it's gone. Yeah. So yeah. that totally like I started chewing my food extra long. I eat slow. Like now I eat slow. Like Leah finishes her. Like I, I finished last out of everybody now. And I know it's like one of those complex yeah. fixed things, but it's just something I've done. And like yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, now I t- you're going to you're making up for a double time on the other way. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to eat really the, slow and really politely with yep, a little pinky up yep, so that no one can, yep, can critique you yep. on your eating because you had all these girls staring at mm-hmm. you saying that yeah. you eat in a disgusting way. And you're like, uh, I yeah. didn't have food yeah. for. Again, I don't make that. I never told anybody that. Like, you know, um, it's one of those things where, like, when I help a lot of people and I fix them, like, People always say like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, what do do you need to fix? I'm like, I know what's wrong with me. I know exactly what's wrong with me. I know what I do wrong. I know what my problems are. I get me fully and completely. Your problem is you don't know what's wrong with you. You haven't even accepted what's wrong with you. So you can't even fix and or deal with it. I've come to peace with the stuff that I do wrong and what's going on with me. You haven't done that. So when you're saying like, well, how can you help other people? And, and you've got stuff you've got to work on. I don't have to work on anything because I already know what I'm doing. I already know what everyone I'm has to do. stuff to work on, though. Like, like everyone has it. Which oh. is fine. Which, uh, but if you don't know it, then you can't even deal with yes. it because you don't know it. And a lot of people don't even want to look honestly at themselves. And then there's no way. You're just like blind walking through life, falling into pits, being like, I didn't know there was a pit there. And you're like, well, that's because you were blind walking through life. Open your eyes and you would at least know there's a pit there and avoid the pit. Yeah, I know. I know all my faults. I know things that I have fixed and how I fixed them, like eating slow and things I'm never going (laughs) to fix because I don't care and it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) And I'm totally at peace with that. So I'm good to go. But a lot of people are sitting there and they're like, well, I never thought of that. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't pay attention to yourself. Like a lot of people don't, you know, like even think about things like I'm I don't get I didn't know what anxiety or stress was or depression was. I didn't know what any of that was until my dad died. So I went like 32 years of my life, never being depressed, never being lonely, never missing anybody. If I miss somebody, I just call them or I go see them. 
Right. Or if I can't see them because they got a restraining order, I'd, I'd meet somebody that was similar to them and I, they would take their <laughs> place. Them. Yeah, yeah. You make, you make the swap. You do what you got to do. You know, like stress and stuff, like bad stuff happens. Oh, well. I'm Actually, I'm also lucky, too, because I'm pretty lucky. Even when something bad happens, it's like the best outcome. I get in a car right. accident. Hey, nobody's hurt. Nobody died. Right. I'm walking away. So what? My car is like smashed up and I got to get a rental. Who cares about that stuff? I'm cool. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Stuff always bounces itself out. So, you know, it's yeah. one of those Which things. Which is like, awesome. Which is awesome when it does. I think that for many people, because um, type, like, for stress and anxiety, it only really hits type A personality traits. So that's like people that are go getters and hard on themselves and perfectionistic and like think ahead and problem solving. Like, that's the type of people that worry and worry and not being able to control the world causes anxiety. Um, I think that. The problem is, is that because they're so hard on themselves that then they get hit with having anxiety or stress and that then they're like, oh, my God, now I failed because of that. And then they become hard on themselves and then it kind of self-perpetuates. It's a to snowball that. effect. It's and that's horrible because then you think that I'm broken <laughs> and they don't get it, that it's just normal. Anxiety is normal. Depression is also really normal. It's our body's natural way of hibernation, right? Like we used to live in cave dwelling creatures, right? Yeah. Like you, like with like, you know, the no technology yeah. thing. Yeah making the fire and so in the winter time why it usually hits you more when there's less sunlight is that our body says well you know what sleep more eat more don't go out don't be motivated just stick around and that was actually really beneficial for us it hits one in three people because it was actually really essential to our survival now you know we have our own little caves with heating and we don't need to have to hibernate and food is plentiful but when we stress out we're like you know eat store sleep you know, just don't do so much so that, you know, you're not going to be in danger. And so I think that people just don't know that it's like, you know, depression can be really tricky to get out of versus anxiety, which is really just math to be able to deal with it. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you because you have it. It's just normal. And if you don't know how to deal with it, go to someone who does. It's like, you know, if your car isn't working and you don't know how to fix your car, you could hammer at it for a while or go to a mechanic. Yeah. You know, driving around a car with three wheels something's wrong well yeah you know maybe put another wheel on that car that's what i get to do with people which is awesome and it's awesome that i've had like one day i was seriously depressed which was great for me because i didn't really know what to like i read about depression i was trained in depression but i didn't really know what depression was until i had one day i woke up and it was like being in like the bottom of a well and you look up and there's no light it's just more well it was really seriously deep. I saw it like a puppy on TV and I was like, stupid puppy. I'm like, That's me I every had... day. I must be depressed. <laughs> no, it does not if, it's not my, if it's not my For puppy, me... I think stupid puppy. Well, no, it, it would be to what you usually enjoy and like. And I just sat on the couch. I had no motivation, no care. And I went, this is suffering. This was, it was really quite like painful. It was, it was, you know, yeah, you're enjoy, you enjoy when you're like upset and saying stupid puppy. I was just like, there's something up. Luckily it went away a day, but it gave me a great understanding of what people can go to and how ineffective sometimes people's advice is to people that are going through that and how it's kind of ridiculous when you think about how it's really not what people it's not sadness now, people think it's sad it's not sadness that's not what depression really is and things are always different and people are different um i remember mm -hmm. when um leah's mom was pregnant uh she came home one day and she was like hysterically crying and i'm just like what is wrong with you she's like i got in a car accident and i look out the window and i'm like 
it's snowing and the car's out there, so I'm back at this accident, babe. What happened? I was driving, I stopped at the light, and this lady hit my bumper, and you know, she's like seven months pregnant. It's like the baby, and I'm like, look, um, did the airbag go off? Did, you, did anything happen? I was like, is there any damage? She's like, no, there's like some scratches on the bumper. And she just kept crying and crying and crying. And finally, I just took her hands and I'm like, woo, 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 for like probably last like a minute. And she's just looking at me like trying to like stop crying so she could say, what are you doing? And then finally, when she got to like saying, what are you doing? She started laughing. She's like, stop, what are you doing? And I'm like, just distracted you because there's nothing wrong. And you keep saying a story over and over again. You're working yourself nice. up telling me the Very story. Nice. I'm like, you Very just nice. need to stop telling me the story and you're going to be fine. You keep saying how bad this was and you're making yeah. it worse every time you say it. You've said the same thing over and over and over again. And you're here at the house. No ambulance, no damage. No, like, what are we doing? You know, and she just instantly stopped. Now, somebody else would have tried to talk to her about it. At that time, there was no talking to her. Nope. There's no explaining right. anything to her. You're like, you've got to get like that person out of the their yeah you got to get them out of their whole zone and change up the whole dynamic of the situation to break yeah. that up because that That's emotion perfect. was over well that, that was her. perfect so, you have you have the doctor title for a reason that oh. was the perfect that was the perfect technique i i date girls for uh three months at a time they get 90 days and if a girl dates me for 90 days um here's the, here's how it works you date me for 90 days then it's like you, a money back guarantee. Yeah, like a money back guarantee. Nine days, free trial. Ninety days, you date me, and I will be your boyfriend. I will love you like nobody's loved you. You will have the greatest relationship of your life. Then we're gonna break up, and you're gonna go off and date somebody. And every guy you date, if he doesn't treat you better than me when I really didn't love you, then he's not the one for you. About eighty percent of my ex girlfriends are either married or engaged, or they're still friendly with me and they still love me and we're cool. I got my rules. I got my time stamp. Because uh, after I, I don't not with Leah's mom, I got a thing. I, I don't want to have a. I don't want to have another woman around. Right. She's right. got. Right. I mean, I don't. I'm not against her mom dating or whatever, but she's got a mom. I'm not trying to confuse her. I grew up in a broken home. I always wanted to never grow up in a broken home. I wanted to marry her mom. I wanted to do everything right. So yeah. one, I like women. So why not rotate through them as much as possible so I can talk to different ones? But also yeah. because I don't want my daughter thinking that whatever, whatever is going on and she's going to have a, you know, like. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One time she asked me a question. She asked me if I was gay, like when she was like seven. She's like, do you like boys? Because I treat everyone the same. So like, like I call like I call my buddy my guy friends and I tell them at least once a year, hey, I love you, man. Like, hey, Stefan, yeah. Stefan, tell me you love me. You ain't told me you love me because when something happens to me, Stefan, you know what I mean? Like, and I and I, yeah. I hug I, and I hug my guy friends like, and the girls that come around that I do date, as far as she's concerned, I tell it's them the look thing. when she's there, don't kiss me, don't touch me. We're friends, so I treat everybody the same. So she was like, Dad, are you do you like boys? And I'm like, no, no. She's like, oh, okay. I didn't think so. I was just asking. And it's the funniest thing in the world. It was an innocent, regular <laughs> question. She had just found out about what homosexuality was, what gay stuff is, you know? And I was just cracking up. But again, in my mind, her mother's already dated a couple guys, and that's already upset her, to which I say, see, that's what I'm talking about. Now, again, I understand. But at the same time, when you introduce to a kid, this is somebody I'm affectionate towards and I'm this and I'm that, they start thinking, oh, well, this person's taking my love. Who is this person? Then you break up and it's like, well, why did you break up? And I don't want to deal with none of that stuff. 
ever. So you're going to wait to see till you find the right person. Oh, yeah. One of the girls yeah. was really upset because, you know, sometimes girls fall in love. She's like, how are you just going to put me uh, end this thing in 90 days? And I'm like, well, we can still be friends and like hang out and stuff. I'm just not going to like be with you. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? You know, you're just not accepting love in your life. And I'm like, well, not for nothing. If I fell in love, there's nothing I could do about that. Right. I mean, I have all the rules in the world, but if something yeah. happens to me, like it happened to you, I, there's nothing I can do about that, but it right. didn't happen to me. Yeah. So, yeah. if I fall in love, then I'll deal with love when it falls on me. <laughs> so, that's not. <laughs> and an it issue. would be traumatic on your girls, so yeah. it's fair. You yeah. say, why, why do that until you're sure about it? Right. Try, I'm yeah. trying to be a, a yeah. somewhat decent dad, as it were. Um, who named your kids? Okay, so it was kind of funny. So for the first child, it was pretty much set. So my husband's family, they skip a generation and every boy is named after the the grandfather. And Full my name, parents' the, family. The, the whole name, first middle lap? The, the first, first name, just the first just name. The first. So like because I liked the name, I was like, that's okay. Like if I didn't like the name, this would have been a problem. This, I'm sorry. I believe in like you know history and being able, but like you know, <laughs> well, if good it thing was that worked like, out because tradition. You can't really fight tradition. No, I know. I, mean, I would you, have had you, a problem. Like been, it would have been, it would have been bad if I felt like I was saddling my child with this name that they have to lie about for all their life. I would have had a problem being their first name, but luckily it wasn't. It was like Michael. So I'm like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a nice name. So that was like, cool. We had that. That was easy. Second child. I was like, my, my husband was going through like, what could be the names? And we wanted a name. So we live in Montreal. So we want a name that was easily translatable, English, French, so that, you know, job opportunities and everything like that, that would be good. And we're like, we wanted a name that we both liked and we're, we're going through it and we're having like a horrible, like he thought of, he had these like creative, like like really strange names like Afrikangelo and stuff like I'm like no like that's not okay we can't do that to our child and like other ones like some name from like it was like some biblical name like that was like it was strange and I'm like no, I can't do that something, <laughs> <laughs> something that was like really long and I'm like Ezekiel Jebediah yeah we can't I'm like I don't want to do that to my child I didn't like my name I want my child to be able to have like just you know nothing too creative let's not go there something that's just straightforward <laughs> and so we ended up saying okay well michael's an archangel we'll do gabriel and so we get like you know two angel names i like the name gabriel easy in french easy in english and so gabriel. my kids we, yes gabriel <laughs> gabriel yes so we have michael and gabriel we got the two angels and then if we had a girl we'd have to like name them like Raphael or something like that well, now, you're, now you're just making ninja <laughs> that were messed up then now you're just making ninja now turtles up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, th I don't even think these are your children. Leonardo. I, I, I think you have turtles in the house now. So I feel she like strange. I, she has a strange name. Why did you call her Leonardo? I, and I'm like, well, yeah. I feel like I feel like you just spilled some ooze on some turtles. Now they're not even children. You're just making <laughs> up stuff to cover up the story. Um, what's your middle name? Sue. Sue. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll say it. I know I none of my other podcasts I've ever said this. So I'm saying it first here. It's not even my it's not even my middle name. I actually have a hyphenated name. What is it? So my name, really, and I have like all my life only my close friends know. Like as I don't tell anyone, I've never said this cuz I don't like want I know it's going to happen on Twitter. My name is Georgia hyphen Sue. So it's Georgia Sue. So I'm like I'm like, "Oh man, I really sound quite Southern. 
So is Georgia Sue like with no middle name? Yeah. You don't have a middle name then? No. No, I have no middle name. My real name is Georgia Dash Sue. So first of all, um, thanks for the breaking news. Second of all, I'm never going (laughs) to let you live that down. And third of all, I'm going to make you feel really bad because I'm not going to expose myself. But um, my (laughs) name is Owen J.J. Stone, right? Yes. My grandfather's name, which is tattooed on me, is Latin Owen Stone. My dad's name is Owen. I mean, James Owen Stone. So my name should have been owen james stone he did not do that so he named me something else with a j that i don't like so henceforth i call myself owen jj stone because i put the james j in there because it sounds cool than just saying my middle name is james i put the jj so my dad always knew that you messed up when you named me and henceforth i am owen jj stone but i never tell anybody what the middle j is the mother of my child doesn't know what it is Really? My grandmother who just passed away and one of my aunts is probably the only ones that still remembers what it is because when I was younger, my family, I t- I'll give you this one. My family calls me Buzzy. My first word. Oh, when, that's so cute. My first word, my dad was a um, in the Air Force. He was a, a mechanic, an engineer for jets. So he used to fly me around all the time and say buzz, buzz, buzz. So my first word was buzz, buzz, buzz. So he called me Buzz Rock, Buzz Head, and my whole family calls me Buzzy. Like, oh, that's so cute. 80% of my family doesn't even know my name's Owen. Like, if you said Owen to them, they'd be like, who's Owen? And they'd be like, oh, Buzzy? <laughs> Buzzy? So everybody calls me Buzzy. Like, I was Buzzy from kindergarten till third grade. Oh, cute. Like, you know, I had all the Buzzy, Wuzzy, was a bear, all that crap. So it's not that cute. But yes. So I've had name issues my whole life. But um, yeah. So um, so did Owen, your middle name, though, start with a J? It starts with a J. It's just not so J. You just don't like it, and it's not James. No. So I say Owen J.J. Stone. I even got it on my license, Owen J.J. Stone. Like, I finagled this. Yes, I have snuck it into my lifestyle. So someone, when you're doing, like, something for, like, a visa, has to take a look at your birth certificate to find yeah. out what yep. your name it, is. It is, not- it, it is on my passport. So I don't ever let anybody look at my passport. <laughs> it's on my passport. <laughs> Um, and if, if I had, if I had a son, his name would be Latin James Stone. So I could call him you LJ. Go back, the, go back to the tradition. Yeah. So I call him LJ and LJ is not a weird name. Cause Latin's such a weird name. My grandfather's name was Latin. That, that's such a weird thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. So you are Georgia Sue. Yeah. Sue. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's I'm just, gonna send you a gift so of piglets bad. and rodeos. <laughs> so yeah, and all little, kinds like, of you stuff. Know, the, I, and I had the pigtails too when I was little. Like I was, I was like, yeah, I'd have like really long pigtails and like, yeah. So I, okay. uh, well, that yeah, was, that, that was, I really was like slightly, yeah, traumatized. You, you, you've got other stuff to do, so let, let's bang out a couple more questions just so I can uh, crack the passwords to all your stuff. I mean, um, just so we can get some more information for people because, you know, people want to know these things. Uh, what's your favorite color? Uh, I would say that it's like magenta. Magenta? What's magenta like? like? Purpley pink. Purpley pink. Okay. I like purple. I like pink. Purple pink together. Purpley pink magenta. Bang. Okay. That's not helping <laughs> me. Um, what was your favorite class in school? I loved math and art. Art. You're an art major? Like no, I did. I actually what, what, did what, art therapy what kind I, of, and did math. I love both. What medium of art was your favorite? Drawing, uh, painting, sculpture? I liked collage and sculpture. So collage like pictures or like 
No, I liked it like to be like um like abstract. That's like that's... I'm not a great artist. I'm not a great artist though. Like I can do art, but I'm not I'm oh. not a fabulous art. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. I like art. Like I still do art with my kids all the time. Um did you play any sports in school? Um I did karate. Um badminton, volleyball, track and field though I was really bad at track and field. I'm short, so <laughs> track and field is not my sport and I did swimming. How long did you do karate? I started when, when, did you when start? I started I did it forever. I started when I was 16 and I've never started to stop doing martial arts from there. That's good. Leah's got a leg up on you. She started when she was four then. So Oh, she's going to be Hopefully. a killer. Yeah. She's going to be a killer because yeah. it'll just be second nature. Some person's going to mess with her. Yeah. You won't need the pit bulls. You'll just take her around with yeah. you. Well, I, I think I told you like my rules about stuff. Like, you know, she says like we watch a movie and the dad's like all up on the daughter. She's like, you're going to be like that. I'm like, I don't care what you do. She's yeah. like, what? I'm like, when you was like, how I told her, how do you think you're going to be for you could beat me? And she was like, probably like 15 or 16 i could probably take you down i was like yeah i'll be older a little slower probably it's like maybe i was like if you could take me down or you could slow me down you're allowed to date like when you get your second black belt in a different uh art you can date so if you get it at 12 you can date at 12 you get it at 16 you can date at 16 whatever it ends <laughs> up being that's what it is when you walk out of that house oh mr stone will have her back at 9 30 i don't care what time you bring her back she come home when she want to come home you know, nice. So, I like it. You yeah. have to have her do jujitsu then. Yeah, she wanted to do do karate till she gets older. Till she's, she's but doing, then you want to do some ground fighting because every girl should know ground fighting. It's not even a joke. Every girl should know ground fighting. If if you wanted to, okay, like I said, so first of all, she started in jujitsu. She broke her foot. Now she's in karate. Mm -hmm. She's gonna. She broke her foot running off the mat. Not even kicking or punching or jumping. Just run off the mat, leaving at the end of the day. She's fine. But she now she's in karate. So when she gets her black belt in this, she's going to do jujitsu. Um, yeah. Just for that. That's what I started out, and that's all I wanted to yeah. do. But you know, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, her mom's like, "Oh, can she do dance?" I'm like, "No, you can't dance your way out of rape." When she's in college and shaking her <laughs> yeah. butt or whatever, she can learn to shake her butt in her room like I did. You watch music videos, you dance alone, you figure it out, you learn how to dance. I'm not I paying. I wish that worked for me. I'm not. Well, I'm not paying to have somebody teach her how to shake it so she can go off shaking it. And you know, she wants to cheerlead so bad. She's on softball right now, and you should hear her because they're allowed to do the chants. Like she's always the one. Two, I want to go. Two, I, like she be just cheering her little heart <laughs> out, getting all the girls riled up. And they're like, "Oh man, she really loves it." I'm like, "Yeah, cause she's not allowed to cheerlead ever, ever." Ever. Why is she never allowed to cheerlead? Um, okay, so you have do your sons play sports? Yeah. They do. But um, like soccer and like okay. they do jujitsu. Oh, see soccer would happen. So like football and cheerleading places, just when they go to go to a high school game basketball or football and look in the stands and watch these old men look at these girls that are up there jumping and tumbling fair, and rumbling fair, fair, and then yeah, think yeah, about yeah. and then, again men are sick like you haven't i was at the um um karate place and the guy was taking his son and he didn't know i was there my daughter i guess he's like, oh look at that girl over there on the thing and i'm just like bro like that could be my girlfriend or my daughter or my wife. You don't even know me yet, and you're just just violating, talking all crap. No, she's not allowed to do it. She's not allowed to do it. I'll end on this before we promote your stuff. She's not allowed to do it so much that her friends who do do cheerleading, their moms are like, oh, we'll do it. We'll pay for it. I was like, it's not about the money. My dad has the money. I'm just not allowed to do it. We're going to sneak you off and do it. And they're like, she's like, my dad would hurt you. Like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> like, she's literally told the one woman, she's like, my dad would hurt you. I'm not allowed to do that. I can't do it. And so um, uh, she told me the one mom said, it. I went to mom. I was like, she's like, why won't you let her do it? You know, I should talk to her mom. I was like, look, 
I'm going to tell you this. First of all, don't talk to her mom because her mom knows the rule. If I die, Leah, are you allowed to cheerlead? No. And the mom's like, well, if he dies, Leah, you come right over to me and we'll cheerlead. And I'm like, Leah, why are you not allowed to cheerlead when I die? And she says, because I won't get my college money and my mom won't get any money because it is in my will stipulated in her trust that when I die, if she cheerleads, they get no money. I'll donate all my money to charity. And that is not a joke. That is serious business. Her only job is school and self-defense. I, you know what? She wants to work. She could work at the jujitsu place. She could work at a karate place. You want to get a job? You go be one of those little kid teacher you be that that's your that's the only thing she allowed to do when you get 18 <laughs> and you leave my presence you go do whatever you want you're not coming to me like if if you watch these videos and it's it's not funny like that but like women get beat up and stuff like that you know and yeah. people pass the thing around and they're like oh what would you do if it was your daughter i was like if leah came home looking like that i'd be like which hospitals to do then like is he dead is he in jail because yeah. if you look like that i heaven forbid how he looks and yeah. that's my mentality want, about it you want, you want every, i think every every child like my kids are they don't have a choice about martial arts they have to do martial arts like that's not yeah that's not their sport they have to do martial arts they can do something else that they want but the martial arts is just i want my kids they're small i want them to be able to defend themselves i have a girl they're learning and they're learning jujitsu because jujitsu is one of the few styles that you can take someone that is much bigger than you. Like she would be able to take you after probably, you know, like when she gets older, so she has like more muscle mass, yeah. but like a seven year old can take out a grown man on the ground, yeah. period. Not even a maybe. And that's where most attacks for women happen. Yeah. You want her to learn how to stand up fight. And then you want to learn what happens on the ground. So she has in the powerful position. I remember my husband going to work, and he's like, uh, he does, he does jujitsu as well. And one of his colleagues, who's like a strong man, like huge breaks, like full, like, you know, uh, phone books in half and stuff. And he's like, listen, Anthony, I don't even, I don't like, I know you do martial arts and you're supposed to be really good at it, but I really don't think that you could take me, you know, I'm really strong. I like lift these big rocks, you know, eat horses and stuff like that and <laughs> whatever. It, it's not even a joke. He actually did. Um, <laughs> And so my husband's like, you know what? And this is all at work. He's like, you know what? Not only do I think I could take you, but I think my wife could. And he says this at work. So now like the gauntlet's drawn. Like he says, no, like everyone's going to know. And he's like, I don't believe he's, he laughed and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're joking. He's like, no, I'm really serious. So <laughs> it was thrown and everyone's like, ooh. And then that Monday we throw out the mats and he comes in, this huge guy comes in to fight me. And I'm tiny. I am a tiny female. I am hobbit sized. <laughs> and he comes in and I tell you, it was like 15 seconds choked him out. Yeah. I knew not to try to take an arm. His arms yeah. were like the size of both my legs, yeah. but 10 seconds choked him out. And then after that, he still trains jujitsu and I trained his wife, his wife and his sister. And that that's uh, I should have laid out a video. Uh, it's called a uh, jujitsu girl versus Marine. And Leah's like, uh, she's like, that Marine's in trouble. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, first of all, the fact that there's a video of a girl in a ring with that guy, like, I already know it's a problem. Like, she she didn't even know, like, what it was. She was just like, I was like, oh, watch this. She's like, oh, he's in trouble. And I'm like, what? She, he's in an octagon with that girl? Oh, she's going to get him. And sure enough, he, she choked him out. And it, it literally might have took, like, 30 or 40 seconds. And he, he tried with all his might to slam her on that mat. And she just held on, like, look. 
it's it's just a matter of time for it's over for you. I got in this yeah. hold, and Back I'm ho- and she's holding on for dear life. Like you know what I mean? Like he's rodeoing her around, but it was like, oh, he's out. Like he he's just he tapped out, <laughs> and I was like, man, that's gotta hurt his soul, boy. He was in his fatigues and everything. Oh so, no! It was it was you know fun times again one probably one of those things oh you couldn't do anything to me and then you get showed up so it happens oh yeah jiu-jitsu is that good jiu-jitsu is that good so uh be forewarned i know you do a lot of shows but i'm gonna con you into doing a show with me because this was fun and i had a great time this was fun and this uh, was great so tell everybody all the other stuff that you're doing (laughs) so they can find you i'll link up the 32 things but you could tell people too Sure, I do a show called Disruption. Uh, it used to be called Isometric. It's about gaming and culture and other stuff like that. I do the IMAR show, which is a show on technology and Apple products. Um, every now and then, I'm with you on Twit and other stuff like that. And I have a website called anxiety-videos.com where we deal with treating anxiety at home. A lot of people are shy to go into therapy. They just want to kind of have the knowledge base for it and treat it themselves great you can just get one of these dvds and we cover parenting we're going to be doing one on depression sleep issues um sleep management techniques and all kinds of stuff like that and that's anxiety-videos.com that's awesome um if you're still here and you're still listening because why wouldn't you be thanks for uh taking the time to hang out and listen like i said subscribe on itunes if you're watching this on youtube good for people you people don't know how important um, it is to subscribe and then review on yeah. itunes so oh, yeah. do it, and, and do and it. what are you doing still listening go go now and uh, open up a browser just in case some of her people are listening um if you could just go to the internet and uh, click on the video, me and Georgia Sue, we gladly appreciate it. I tell you what, I reckon in my lifetime, I never met me a Southern Canadian, but it's today and it's done happen, boy. I tell you what, we're about to go out here and he haul and live the dream <laughs> and giddy up. And I don't know if you want to go on Twitter about it, but you might want to tell her about that breaking news. I'm so glad she shared her true story and nature with us. Love us some Georgia Sue. This is Doc Tales. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Bye.